Good day everyone, this is Indie Mixtape, where we give you a monthly playlist of indie games. I'm your host Monty, here joined by my precious co-host Kate. Hi. Hey, how you doing today, Kate? I'm good. Uh just came off a large uh binge session of Hannibal, which was something. Um Oh, oh I haven't watched that, but that's because the main guy looks very leathery. <laughs> <laughs> And here joined this month is Chris. Hey, Chris. Hello. Thank you for of inviting course, me. Of course, of course. It's always fun I, talking to you. Yeah, I am also um, binge watch. I'm killing. I'm binge watching Killing Eve. So that's a different kind of serial killer uh, story going Wait, on. Wait, what's but... Killing Eve about? I've never heard of it. Ooh, oh, ooh, ooh. That's the that's the Sandra O oh show. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. Basically... Is this where she's gay? Yeah. Uh, there, there is some, I mean, from what, from what I've seen so far, I'm still, like, in the middle mm-hmm. of season one, but, uh, there, there is some gay, um, and Sandra O oh is trying to catch a, a killer, um, who becomes obsessed with Sandra O, oh, and it's just, it's just very interesting. It starts off as cat and mouse, and then now it's getting to, like, very interesting territory, so I'm, like, really excited to see what happens, but, uh, it's very good. Very, very good. Yeah, I need to watch I've it, just... too. Oh, it sounds really good. Okay. I should get back. I think I've just been watching a lot of, like, sketch comedy. And it's, like, fucking with my humor. Because I'll go to these gigs and then I'll say stupid shit and they'll just, like, stare at me. So I think I have to get back to, like... <laughs> I have to get back to, like, normal people mode. Um, But, yeah, we're here talking about video games. And I'm very excited. I was able to play a couple this month. Uh, for once, which is really nice. I played something new, and I came back to something old. But, Chris, since you're a guest here, could you go first? Absolutely. Um, I tried out a game at the Electronic Entertainment Expo 2019. <laughs> um, I believe last time I talked to you guys, I was on... Um, pound around that I was talking about how I went to the IndieCade mm-hmm. booth and I saw uh, this wonderful visual novel called Knife Sisters and I just kind of wanted to expand more on that. Um, it is by Transcenders Media. Uh, I, I met the uh, the folks from there. I met Bobby Sand who is a very cool person. You also follow on Twitter. And it is this... It's, th- it's a visual novel about... Um, it's it's about relationships and BDSM and um, weird is weird cultish stuff. Let's say <laughs> so. You play as a person named Leo. They are a non a nineteen year old um, non binary trans person, and the the story begins with you waking up. You have like this killer headache, and you don't remember what happened last night. So that's kind of like the framing of the story. It kind of flashes back to like I think like a week before, um, and you have a new roommate named Dagger. That's which sick. is an awesome name, that's I must sick. say. Yeah, um, yeah, and you find out that she's some, into some like really weird like cultish shit, and like she she like has a box in her room and it it's like it smells awful and like when when she's gone Leo just opens it and it's like oh shit there's like raw meat in here and like it's 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 a strange thing but like you, it, the the game is basically 
taking you through all these different interactions. You have like friends, you have um, potential romantic, not romantic party, um, sexual partners, and it, it's just kind of like day by day. Um, you get to basically choose who you spend time with. I think this is it's very standard visual novel. But the thing that kind of makes this game stand out to me is how conversations work in this game. So it has dialogue trees and dialogue options, but I think the cool thing is that um, depending on how far the conversation is going, some of your conversation options disappear. And to me, that kind of like emulated in real life, you feel like you kind of lose an opportunity to like get a word in or to to like make a particular point and it kind of changes the dynamic of the conversation. And as you move further through the story, you earn uh I'm not sure if earns the right word, but decisions will get you either um there are these two bars called essence and anxiety. Oh. <laughs> so there is an actual quantifiable anxiety meter in oh this game. Yeah, it's wonderful. And uh essence takes anxiety away. Um, and it's, it's a really fascinating story. It was, you know, I was talking about how at E3, you know, playing all those AAA games and then playing this game, which not to imply so much about my real life, but like, there are a lot of things that I can relate to. Um, Leo's like kind of in less, I guess, maybe a phase, but they're very like, um, express, expressing very, like very aromantic uh, thoughts and feelings, mm-hmm. uh, but 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 the way you connect to people with other characters in this game, there's something very authentic about the the prose and the dialogue. In that, like, I feel like I've had these sorts of com- these types of conversations before. Oh, nice. And the fact that like the the dialogue system um, felt a little more. Uh, I guess organic. It it felt more. Um, I don't know. It, it it was just it was it wasn't like standard. Like hey, which vaguely different sentence you want to choose? It actually like kind of changing the again the dynamic of the conversation. Um, and it has a really nice art style. It's it's all black and white, and it's kind of like this hand drawn style. Like, it, it looks rough, and I don't mean to use the word rough with negative connotations. It, it's like like the shading and, um, you know, the way faces are drawn. Uh, it's really nice. And most importantly, like, when you get to, like, the actual sex scenes, like, they're, they're hot. <laughs> they're actually, mm, like, spicy. it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly the word I was looking for. <laughs> Um, dynamic was what I was looking for in describing the dialogue system. Anyway, um, Knife Sisters, um, very fun title to say, <laughs> and it's on itch.io, and I think it's on Steam. I, yeah, it, it's on Steam. I think it's fifteen bucks. Um, I think they are trying to get this on Android, but it is not on iOS because of, I guess, their terms yeah. of service. Oh, really? <laughs> Really? I did not know yeah, that. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, they're real. That's why Tumblr got oh, rid of all the porn. Oh, oh gotcha. gotcha. Oh, right. Yeah, that, that's weird. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> throw back to Tumblr. Um, 
but yeah, I I'm really looking forward to um getting deeper into this game. I I think I mentioned last time, but I I was so deep into the demo that I was late for my next appointment because I just couldn't stop playing it. Oh my gosh! Wow, uh, it must be that good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so good. Yeah. Um, I have it on my Steam library, so I'm probably going to actually finish that at some point. But how long is the game? Do you uh, think? I totally recommend it. Um. That's a good question. I mean, the, the demo I played was like, I think I played for like 40 minutes, and um, it, it felt like, I'm look, looking at the official website, it, it describes the game structure as five playdates, and I think I did uh-huh. one, or like two of those during that 40 minutes, so like, do the math, it's probably like, I don't know, a handful of hours, three to five, I'm guessing. Yeah, I could be completely wrong. <laughs> That's a good like good chunk of time. Cool. Oh my gosh, thank you, Chris. That sounds so good. Absolutely. Last thing I'll mention is that they gave me a they gave me the soundtrack um at E3. Sweet. And it was on it was on cassette tape. Oh is the my funny god, part. what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I just had this. And I was looking around mm-hmm. my I have nothing to play it oh on. Oh my god. That's so funky. That's so cool. Alright, I'll definitely have to look into this game more. It sounds really great. I'm so happy that you like came back to talk about it. Because I was like thinking about it the other day, but of course like I'm playing some other stupid game. But yeah, thank you so much, Chris. <laughs> thank you. Totally. Alrighty. Caitlin, do you want to go next? Sure. <clears throat> so I have been playing... Uh, Luca, Born of a Dream, which is a game by, trying to find the studio name right now, well, it's me less than three on itch, um, and so it's like, it's like a very surreal, um, like, hack and slash kind of souls-like game. Ooh. Yeah. And it um it has like the same ideas of like, you know, you have your heavy attack, your light attack, and then like you want to parry and that kind of shit. So kind of probably more like Bloodborne y a little bit. Um mm-hmm. but then it's a little it's it's not as hard as that, especially like it has difficulty settings, which is super nice. Um and it also adds in you also get a familiar that can do like magic. And you also get, um, different, um, like, attachments, basically, that let you change up your play style. Um, but it is set in... I'm just gonna read the description. Um, so, hack slash ascend, Luca, born of a dream, is a harrowing struggle through our worst nightmares. You have been marked, cursed to have your inner demons come to life as vicious nightmares. After awakening a false god, you must atone. Traverse the hellish realm of dreams and endure the nightmare onslaught and uncover the strength to accept yourself. Ooh, that sounds hot. I sounds like really it. close yeah, to home. Yeah, it's cool. The art style is really cool. It's like very <laughs> sketchy. Like it looks like, like not in a bad way, but it looks like like literally like like line art that's been like just kind of sketched out real quick. Um, mm. and it's super cool. It's like very. Like, the scenery is all pretty dark, but, like, your character and, like, the familiars and stuff are all, like, kind of neon. And, um, yeah, it's neat. It's, I am making my way through, slowly but surely. 
Um, and it's cool, and I'm intrigued to see, like, what the story ends up being. Because right now I haven't really figured much out. That's really neat. <laughs> no, I'm looking at right now computer, and I can definitely see, like, the sketchy style. It's very, like, raw. Um, interesting. Okay, very artsy. Yeah, I got it. Is this... Oop, yep. Oh, just for disclaimer, I got a review code for it, so... Ethics. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> um, is this kind of like a different kind of game game that like you usually play? Yeah, I normally wouldn't play something like this, but I've heard nothing but good things about it because it came out last year, I think. But mm-hmm. it they just ported it to Switch, so I got a code on the Switch for it. Um, and yeah, it's not normally my thing, but I've heard nothing but good stuff about it, so I wanted to like give it a shot, especially. If I didn't have to pay for it, so. Mm-hmm. That's so good. This looks so good. Okay, cool, cool. I have to get a Switch soon, and the light is no excuse. I cannot wait. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Caitlin. That was really good. Which color is my Oh, which question? color? So I'm between the yellow and the gray. Those colors are really cute to me. Teal, I'm a bit sick of because my mom made me wear a lot of orange and teal growing up and those (laughs) colors are really like just really triggering to me (laughs) i want the yellow Uh, one so badly it's cute how about you chris i'm i'm by i mean like i'm always just wearing light Mm -hmm. like if you look at my room right now like my laptop case and my journal and this demi boy flag i have on my in my room like everything's the same shade of blue so i naturally i have to gravitate mm-hmm, towards that mm-hmm. uh but with our powers combined we can represent all three colors there we so go be like oh my gosh i just have them morph together and we get like a giant robot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> giant <laughs> nintendo robot just shaped as reggie <laughs> oh, God. God. It's actually just the Joy-Con robot. Um, I just want that yellow one so bad, because then I can be super obnoxious with my bright yellow phone and my bright yellow Switch. Oh my god! all I want in my life. That sounds so good. Goddamn Spongebob Square. Yeah, my fucking banana ass. Like, let's go. (laughs) That's so cool. Oh man, I need one. And they're only like 200 bucks, which is really good. And I don't usually play stuff on, like, the TV anymore, so it works for me. But we'll see. We'll see how this year rolls out. Um, Alright, I'm going to talk about this little cute game that I played called uh, Bonjour High. I'm definitely butchering that because I don't speak French. Um, It is a game made from Dashing Unicorns. They're based in France, and they made this over at... Let's see, I think it was just like a games jam around France. And yeah, they made it under a day and like the elements I think for that game jam I think was just like I think it was race diversity, not race diversity, sorry. Uh like non-human character diversity and also it was only being able to play with like one button. Um and they achieved both things. So basically you are an animal, it is your last day at the job, you're working retail, and 
these customers come up and you get to slap them in the face for a minute <laughs> and a half. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> and like all these characters are animals and basically like if someone says something rude to you, you get to slap them. And if someone says something nice to you, you get to ring them out. Uh, and ringing them out is just like ringing like a little bell. And I just, I, I don't, I don't know. 4AM me doesn't know what she's doing on the fucking internet. I think I just, again, found this game just, like, kind of laying around, so I downloaded it. And, um, <laughs> it's really cute. Uh, the art style is really neat. It's, like, kind of just kind of, like, chalky, airbrushed. And the sound effects to, like, the animals are really, really cool. They're very different. They're kind of just, like, peanut characters. Um, so that's a really good element to it, but yeah, basically you see how many animals you can slap and not slap as much as you can for a minute and a half. It's such a simple game, but it's so much fun, and I've had so much fun with it. I've made my roommates play it, and they've had a big laugh with it, so definitely a good, like, group game. Uh, I definitely recommend it. You can get it on Itch.io. It's free. Uh... It's all translated, thankfully, because, again, I can't read French, so it's all in English, but, yeah. Uh, bonjour, hi. I recommend it if you want to slap some rude people. How was the how, how are the sound effects for the slapping? Uh, it's, let's see, would I say it's realistic? <laughs> would I say it's a realistic slap? When was the last no. time you slapped an animal? Just, like, slaps an animal? <laughs> no. <laughs> I have dry bones right here. Um, let's see. <laughs> dry bones is my new cat, and he is dumb. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess the slapping sound is just sort of slappy. I wouldn't say it's realistic, but it's definitely a slap to something. Um, <laughs> That's also a satisfying noise, you know? It really is. Oh, especially, like, after you play the game, like, for, I think, like, a few times, like, see the text you can kind of see right away if it's like pretentious or like rude and it's just like oh, it's so good if you can get like three in a row it's so ah, oh, oh, it's so good but yeah um <laughs> i recommend the game bonjour high that is a game uh chris i think <laughs> you're next sure uh i'm gonna talk about a game that's actually not out yet yeah um it was at pax east so kate the night you've, you've You've played this, right? Sayonara Wild Hearts? Yes, I played it at PAX East, and it was very fun. Yeah, um, Samogo? Is that how you say the developer's name? I think things? so. Yeah, but, uh, it, it was one of those, like, Annapurna joints there. And, uh, they described it as a pop album video game, and a lot of people were comparing it to Sailor Moon. Uh, I, I guess prepared to revoke my game membership, but I've never seen Sailor Moon, so I couldn't really, like, make those comparisons myself. It's okay, I haven't seen Sailor Moon since I was a little tiny kid, so... Oh, god, thank god. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, it's... It's, it's like, kind of based on tarot cards, which, like, already gets me. <laughs> wow, <laughs> like, really? Um, Wait. Right away. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you... If I remember the, correctly, like, the opening cutscene, like, the, the setup is, you're, like, a young woman, 
um, like this heartbroken young woman, and uh, literally what they call a diamond butterfly appears in her dreams and leads her through a highway in the sky. I'm I'm reading from their website directly, <laughs> where she finds her other self, the masked biker called the Fool, uh, and you encounter a bunch of um, a bunch of characters who are based on the the tarot cards, and uh, it, it, they're like a lot of. There are uh, a couple of different styles of gameplay, like, you're, you're kind of, like, on a note highway, you're on a motorcycle, and you're kind of, like, going left and right, and you're kind of, like, catching these hearts, it's kind of like this harmonics kind of note highway, and uh, it has, like, this very polygonal art style, but all the colors, it's all very bright and neon and purple and pink and all of those, and... Um, there's something about the music, and, you know, I know, I know it's not what they were going for, but it made me feel the same way I did when I was playing Tetris Effect. So, kind of like this, not only relaxing, but it's like this very optimistic, positive, like, humanist, like, this, look, look how amazing the human spirit is, <laughs> kind of feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and like this kind of, like, cheesy, like, fun, um, sort of way, and... The thing I can I compared it to instead of um, Sailor Moon was, and this is a really weird comparison because it's it's a thing that I don't like. But if you've ever seen or heard of the movie Heavy Metal from like like nineteen eighty something, just very crude, very it's very misogynistic animated movie. But that was kind of like a oh you're like a there's like a a dude who, like, goes to, like, a, a fantasy world, and it's, like, very psychedelic and, um, subversive, and, like, Heavy Metal's a very gross game, but I felt the same kind of, like, fantasy vibes in Sayonara Wild Hearts, a bit, like, Heavy Metal's, like, super pessimistic and just terrible, or, like, Sayonara Wild Hearts is, like, I was just smiling the whole time, because eventually you get to a part where you're encountering, I guess, like, the other tarot card characters. Um, and it kind of turns into, like, a... Like a, um... QTE, like... But more so, like, elite beat agents, like, where it's kind of rhythm-based, like, you know, closing circles, and you have to, like, hit the button as, as the circle closes. And, um, you, you see the... It's kind of like a battle between you as the fool on the motorcycle against these other characters, but it doesn't really look like a battle. Like, it, it's kind of, like, abstract in a way that looks like it's more like a playful, like, dance performance art kind of thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it just, it just, like, made me really happy. <laughs> like, Aww. I can't even think of any other words to say that, but I was like, Aww, man, so this is such a feel-good game right yeah, here. Yeah, I, like, genuinely, that was the happiest I've been playing a video game in, like, a very long time. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I, I'm just really looking forward to um, what else they have, because this, this game doesn't come out until sometime this year. It wasn't specified, like, when in the year, but um, the only announced platform is Nintendo Switch, and it just seems like a very good Switch game to me. I think I only played it in handheld when I was at PAX East. Yeah, I don't know I don't if they know were doing UK, demos but... with it docked. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw it. I saw it on a TV screen, but I don't know if anyone was actually playing it or if they were just playing footage. But um, it's 
I, I want to see if they have more styles of gameplay. I want to see what else they do with those characters. Like, it's not like a story, because like, they don't talk, <laughs> really, from what I saw. Mm-hmm. It's more like just, you know, body language and, and music and visuals. And I, I kind of want to see... It, it, it's it just, They describe it as a pop album video game, so I can't imagine it's going to be that long. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? We need more short games. Yeah, please. <laughs> we we do. Right God fucking damn it. I can't, 60 hour games? What is that? That sounds like prison. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Let me make a cowboy game with a two part epilogue. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Sign our wild hearts. Uh, but yeah, no, I saw like art of that game and you know, like little trailers, and it looked so beautiful. And I can. Chris, definitely, like, I can relate to it being, like, a pop album. Like, it definitely gives me those vibes, and it's really exciting. I feel like everyone's really excited for this game, and I can't wait for it to finally be out, and everyone can talk about it more. Yeah, an album, like, songs on a playlist. Oh! Huh? On a, like, a mixtape of some sort? <laughs> huh? huh? <laughs> That was good. I'll give you that. Catch that was drift. good. <laughs> it's terrible. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, man. But no, thank you, Chris. Thank you. Uh, Caitlin, what's your next game? So my next game is Graveyard Keeper. Um, it is by Lazy Bear Games and was published by Tiny Build Games. And... Um, it came out last year for Xbox and PC, um, and then this year it came out on the Switch and PS4. Um, so I just picked it up on my Switch, and the basic premise is you're, like, this guy who's trying to get home to his wife, and he somehow mysteriously, like, wakes up in a medieval town as the graveyard keeper. And everybody has just kind of, like, accepted that. Like, no one's weirded out that this random dude just showed up and is now the graveyard keeper. Um, And so you're trying to figure out, like, how to get out of here and, like, get back to your life. Um, And you have to do that by maintaining the graveyard and, like, dealing with the people in the town. So it's it plays kind of like Stardew Valley if Stardew Valley was, like, a little bit more story-oriented. Um, interesting. Yeah, it's like the same idea. Like you're taking care of the graveyard, and then like there are townspeople that you can go on quests for, and you can gather supplies. Um, and like fucking, you have an energy meter, and um, there's slimes that you can fight. Is it the same like pixely like style? Yeah, it's a little bit like it looks. It's a little bit less like pixely than, um. Stardew, but it's like similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it's it's less colorful because it's a medieval uh village as opposed to like a pretty country town. Um <laughs> but yeah, there's all it's it's like I've only I'm not super far in yet, but I've been enjoying it a lot and I think I'm gonna stick with it because I've been wanting something Stardew-ish, but like Stardew always gets me because eventually like it's just the like the grind of trying to get like the crops and everything and like the story's not really that there um Mm -hmm. but this seems like the story will be like way more um like a a part of it i guess um and so 
I'm excited to uh, keep my graveyard and um, figure out what the fuck is going on. Hold on. I gotta look this up, because this sounds funky. Yeah. Literally, as you were describing that game, Caitlin, I was just texting a friend about I, I was, like, telling my friend about it text message, because I'm learning about this now, and it's like, oh, I have a friend who's obsessed about death. <laughs> and so it was like, hey, I don't know if you know about this, but I just found out about this game called Graveyard Keeper, and I'm on the um the, the Switch um page for it, and it is, um, they describe it as the most inaccurate medieval cemetery management sim of the year. Yeah. Um, it's this looks neat. I like the style of this a lot. Yeah, it look it definitely looks cool and it's just like it's also like morbidly funny. Like there's a talking skull and there's like some low-key hints of like cannibalism and stuff. And like the game's just kinda like <laughs> we don't know where you got that meat, but uh <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can tell that just from this description. Like, uh, scared nearby villages into attending church. This is a game of capitalism and, what, and doing whatever it takes to build a thriving business. Make business alliances. These dead bodies don't need all of that blood, do they? Why not sell it to someone who can put it to good use? Save uh, for body parts. Hey, it's being efficient with recycling. Yeah, like, this is the official like description literally the, the first thing that you do, like, once you start playing the game... And like this is a spoiler for literally like the first five minutes of the game, but you have you like get a body, and then the talking skull is like, "Okie dokie, let's go take it to the morgue." So you take it to the morgue, and he's like, "All right, time to autopsy this this body." And you're like, "Okay, great." And he's like, "Why don't you just uh cut a little bit of that body off? You never know." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, just do it. Don't worry about it." And you're like, "Okay." So then you just like. <laughs> Take a chunk out of this fucking corpse. Uh, and it's just like, it's just like called fresh meat. And it's like, oh, uh, okay. No! Awesome. No! Oh my god, yeah, this game looks really cute. It, like, well, other than, like, the, the obvious morbid stuff, but, like, the style of it seems really cute. The humor seems really funny. This is neat. Cool. The people who made this are definitely, like, chaotic. Oh, definitely. Their other game that they made before was called, like, Punch Team or something. <laughs> punch Team? They're so fucking chaotic. Let me look. Oh, I no, Punch them. Club. From the creators of Punch Club. <laughs> They're chaotic. I'm looking up Punch Club right now. Oh, <laughs> I love it already. It's Oh, it's, like, the similar style, too. It's, like, pixely but very detailed. Oh yeah, they have like a uh for Punch Club, I see there is a person that you fight that's an alligator that's dressed up as a ninja turtle. <laughs> I'm into I it. I cannot believe this. Okay. Try the special pizza, it says in quotation marks. That's suspicious. <laughs> this is great. I'm gonna bookmark this on stage. This is cool. Graveyard Punch keeper. Team would be a great name, though. I'm gonna so uh, pitch a Power Ranger season called Punch Team. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's a really good name. Cool, thank you, Caitlin. This is really, really nice. Yeah. All right, for my last game, I'm gonna call the Escapists. Um, they're 
This is a very older game. Well, I lied. This game came out in like 2015. I feel like it's like 2030 for some reason. Um, I feel I think it's because it was just like my birthday Sunday, so I'm just like time is moving fast. <laughs> it is not 2004 anymore. Um, so yeah, the Escapist I got I think around December of last year. Uh. I had a friend on Twitter gift this to me. I was very thankful for that because I just wanted something new to play. And this is kind of like a little strategy game. So I'm always like half and half on playing like prison related games only because like the system in real life is very broken, very corrupt and not okay. Uh, And like, you know, people who kind of benefit off of that, like the the whole theme of it kind of makes me feel weird. Um, but I played this game and it was a lot of fun. I'm definitely not good at it, but that's because I'm not good at any strategy game I've ever played. <laughs> uh, I'm just like, oh, I'm just doing stupid shit to see what happens like next. But yeah, so you're this guy and you're just trying to escape from prison. So uh, each day there is a schedule. So there's wake up time. There's like shower time, there's exercise time, there's lunch time, I think there's dinner time. Um, and in between like each times you have to be at this place. If you're not, you'll kind of get buzzed and people will look for you. So you have to make it to lunch and all that stuff. So it's it's really neat. You have to distract guards, you can kind of just taunt other people into fighting each other to kind of like keep those guards busy. You have to go through vents into other people's rooms to find, like, keys and stuff. There's, like, cameras at night that you have to kind of stealth around. It's it's a really cool game. I had a lot of fun. Again, I'm not good at it, but even with that, I still had a ton of fun. Uh, this game is made by Moldy Tooth, and I'm not sure. I think they've only ever made escapist games. Yeah, they've made, like, Team 17 and other things like that, but mostly, like, they're very good at strategy escape games. Uh, they made, like, an Alcatraz, like, themed one. They made Escapist 2, which I think came out, like, two years ago. But, um, I recommend it. I think the Escapists, I think it's around, like, $15. No, on Steam, it's $18. And it's packed with a lot of fun. I think it's about, like, a three-hour game. Um, which is perfect for me, because I love short games, so. Uh, I still haven't finished it, so I'm well over three hours, but it's it's comfy it's fun it's the pixel art is really cute and yeah i recommend it yeah i think it was a psn game at one point too yeah i think so i think i have it let me look <laughs> escapists yeah it seems yeah i see right here it says available on ps4 xbox one and Steam. As of now. All right. It's Walking Dead spinoff. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, they, they can be a little heinous with their little themes. Like, it's, it's kind of funny. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. Even though, like, the themes always kind of, like, put me off, especially with, like, prison stuff. Um, Yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I know it gained, like, some traction because of the YouTuber that played it. I think it's, like, jacked up like jack septic guy i don't know i don't watch youtubers as much anymore um <laughs> but yeah after that it gained a lot of traction and the company made a lot of money and i'm very happy for that 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We did it. We talked about our games. This is really fun. I'm thinking about all the prison theme stuff that, like, has been in my life, and I'm just like, huh. There's one up the street from me uh. called Prison Bar, and it's, like, I, I don't know anyone my age that goes in there. I hope no one ever goes in there, but, yeah, it's, like, a prison-themed bar. That's so and weird. The- what? Yeah, it, it's it's called Prison Bar. Prison with a Z. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris, I'm surprised you didn't hear about it when you were here, because it's really, like, popular, but, like, by infamy. Um, <laughs> and, like, I went on Yelp just to, like, look at it, because I'm not going to go in there, no matter how close it is, no matter how much I want drinks, if it's the only place open, I will stay home. Um, yeah, like, they have, like, just handcuffs hanging from everywhere. They have, like, these, like, rusty bars, like, on the windows. And, like, I think, I think before they had, like, the waiters wear, like, black and white striped, like, uh, t-shirts and stuff. And it was just, like, really weird. And the little mascot they have is already kind of offensive enough. It's just... It's not good, and like people have definitely like riled up against it, but they were just talking like, "Oh, we just like wanted to make something fun and different." And it's like there's a lot of things that can be different. You don't. This. Yeah, like but, I don't know why this is the fun and flirty solution you came up with. <laughs> Let's make a prison themed bar. I want to know who thought this is a good idea. I want to know why it's still open. Who's giving them money? <laughs> I, it's up the street. I will just look and see and yell but not today um <laughs> but yeah that that's just the prison theme stuff but yeah oh my gosh we did our three games is there anything that you guys are playing now even if it's like not indie um i'm just trying to catch up on my backlog because i kaylee and i were talking how like i had you know, it sounds like you have a spreadsheet. I have a uh, Apple Notes checklist, and it's very daunting. And the the weird way I digest content, like not just games, but TV, is that I seem to start a bunch of things in parallel and switch around them. So it, I just end up having a bunch of unfinished games and TV shows <laughs> that I am slowly getting. Uh, but I do want to play more Knife Sisters because they, they did give me a code at E3. It's a spicy uh, game. I would play it. Yeah. Yeah. And I... Um, visual novels are kind of new to me. Oh, we love a visual novel here at Uppercut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the first one I really... Um, I, the first one I really dug into was... I, I, I believe you talked about this game. Sure. But um, do you talk about Heaven Will Be Mine? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I think you straight up talked about that in the in the queer games uh, episode you did, but um, that was the first one I really got my feet wet, and uh, you know I ended up writing about that, and I kind of want to do like a like a mini series of like just me experiencing visual novels. So I wanted to do Arcade Spirits next, since you guys talked about yeah. that. That sounded like my jam. Um, and I wanted to do Knife Sisters, and then I wanted to check out um, Extreme Meat Punks Forever. So you guys were just giving <laughs> me like a whole like queue of <laughs> all of these cool games to try Good. out. Good, that's the goal. That makes me really happy to hear. 
Yeah, me too. I'm so glad that that's like that the point of the show is being met. <laughs> that's so good. Oh, my. Yeah, I'm Nicole, actually I'm I'm, I'm, so I'm an audience member who won a contest to be on the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> such a big fan. I'm playing all these games now, but like, no, y- y'all are you're all doing uh-huh. awesome work here. Uh, and yeah, that wraps up this month's plays here on Indie Mixtape. Uh, Chris, where can people best reach you? You can best reach me on Twitter at Compenderizer. I am also on Instagram at the Real Chris Compendio, and you can uh, follow my work on Dual Shockers and what have you. At AP Marvel, bitch. Around. Yeah. Oh, that too. That. Yeah. Stuff is so good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh yeah, AP Marvel. We're we're doing some cool stuff there. Um, making some changes, hopefully. And that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> and Caitlin, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter dot com at C G and A R S. Uh, Indie Mixtape is a product by Uppercut, where you can find all on all social media under Uppercut Crit. If you'd like to chat with us and friends, make sure you join our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review us. It helps out tons, and we appreciate it so much. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.